you ever thrown you the curveball that you weren't sure what to do with? You know, the kind where you think someone should really do something about this. Have you ever thought maybe that someone is me and then found yourself on a grand adventure you never saw coming? Me too. As a special needs mom, I have been saddened by what's available to my son. But instead of wallowing in it, I decided to do something about it. Along the way, I'm meeting extraordinary people and having the most wonderful experiences I never thought I'd have. I'm so inspired by what's happening around me that I want to share it all with you. Living Your Legacy is a community where ordinary people who've been called to create something bigger than themselves can come together to be inspired, connect, learn, and live into the legacies they want to see in the world. I'm your host, Michelle Slaney Travato, and this is the Living Your Legacy Podcast. Hello, everyone. Michelle Slaney Travato here. I'd like to take a moment to welcome you to the Living Your Legacy show, where we interview everyday ordinary people who are creating extraordinary legacies and the professionals who support them. Today, I have a lady on who fits both categories, and I love it when I got someone on both sides of this fence to be able to talk about their extraordinary things that they're doing and how they're supporting other people doing their extraordinary things. So, Cami, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here with you today. So folks, just let me tell you a little bit about Cami, because uh, she really is cool and you need to know her. Cami Lehman is a speaker, a coach, a leader, a visionary, a business strategist, and a certified career coach. Like right there, if you don't love her, you just need to keep listening. Cami left her job in corporate America 28 years ago when she was two, because she's, you know, just 30 now, to be a work from home mom. And I love that new term. It's no longer a stay at home mom. We're all working at home for sure. And this is where her entrepreneurship journey began. I love a good story. On March the 2nd, 2020, Cammie launched a top-rated podcast on iTunes called She's Invincible, which ranked at an all-time high of number 42 in the business entrepreneurship category, which, by the way, is really hard to do. She has since helped many others launch their own top podcasts, including this one. She is passionate about helping women discover their greatness, increase their worth, and expand their vision. And oh my gosh, we sure need that. Cami is the owner of Cami Lehman Coaching and Consulting. Cami launched the She's Invincible Podcast School in March 20, 2022, where she teaches other entrepreneurs how to launch their own top podcasts and monetize their businesses through them. In March of 2023, Cammie launched her TV show, She's Invincible, on Phoenix TV, which is currently streaming in over 100 countries, reaching more than 20 million viewers. This woman knows what she's talking about. And if that wasn't enough, her book, Invincible You, is coming soon. Oh, I can't wait to talk more about all these things. Cammie, you are just so awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, Michelle. So fun to be here and have this conversation with you today. Absolutely. Now, Cami and I go way back and I know a lot of the answers to these questions, but I'm going to ask her to tell us a little bit more about the journey to get her to where she is today. So Cami, 
When you were in grade four and the teacher asked you what you want to be when you grow up, pretty sure, because it didn't exist when I was in grade four, that being a podcaster, being on TV, well, that existed, but being a podcaster or being a school to teach people how to do that, definitely, well, I mean, it would not even have been in the realm of imaginable in grade four. So tell us the story of how you got here. Yeah. So two things I wanted to be, I wanted to be a mom. So I was, I really, I wanted to have a lot of kids and I wanted to be a nurse. So those were the things that I wanted to do. Um, and I, you know, as I look back today and, and the journey, I think like, well, I am still helping people, right? Mm -hmm. I am still saving lives in, in one way or another. And so, but that was what I wanted to be. I want to have kids and be a nurse. Very cool. So yeah, the having kids thing happened, but the nursing, <laughs> did that happen? No, it never did because the having the kid thing happened. So yeah, so I was a very young mom. And so I was in high school when I became a mom the first time. And so they weren't really hiring pregnant candy stripers <laughs> to, to, to volunteer at the hospitals, although that was the plan. And I was about to apply for that. And then I was like, yeah, they don't have maternity outfits for that job. And mm -hmm. so I then I ended up having a baby. And so that course changed. Um, and I ended up finishing school, getting a job and doing all the things that you do. So I did get that one wish to be a mom. Fantastic. And tell us how many kids do you have? Yes, three now. So three kids, yeah, and 10 grandchildren. So which was my goal. So I can honestly say like I set a goal in my life and I slayed it. So <laughs> So I, and when I say isolated, I think that was the visionary in me that like communicated the goal to the children and said, like, this is what I'm looking for here. <laughs> and Go make so that I'm happen. So, <laughs> I know. And I'm so happy, you know, um, that, uh, that I just, the number 10 just arrived in March. And so just, you know, to have 10 really healthy grandchildren is just amazing. And that in itself is a legacy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It sure is. So yeah. tell us what made you, so you, you got a job, you had your family. And then when did this idea come up to launch a podcast? Where did that come from? Isn't that interesting? There's so many years in between those things that you talk about. So, you know, I was, I had a job, I was finishing school, I was taking care of a baby. Um, and that was really what to do. I went to corporate America. So I spent like 12 or so years in corporate America and then had another baby. And that's where that journey started of the work from home mom. Mm -hmm. And so I was in direct sales for 28 years. And this was a big turning point for me because I was starting to get to a place where I was like, this isn't doing it for me anymore. My kids were grown. They were at that point, they were all married and moved out and I wasn't feeling it. It serves a huge purpose for me in the time that I wanted to be a work from home mom. But then I looked around and they're, like, they're all gone. I don't need to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I started a coaching company and that was really where I started having ideas of like, how am I going to market this business? You know, you just can't hang a sign on the window that says open for business, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into 
getting yourself out there, marketing a business, letting people know what you do, mm -hmm. uh, being a public figure, you know, not everyone is comfortable with that. And so I, I kind of went through that, like trying out all the ways that I could market myself and got really frustrated with that. Like the, the ad spend, trying to do all the ads and, and having that budget, still not finding the right people. So I thought I would go to webinar school because I was seeing all these webinars on Facebook and like I'd be up late at night when everyone else was asleep and I'd be watching these webinars and buying the stuff. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to build a webinar and go to bed. And when I wake up, everyone's going to have signed up for my programs. Yeah. So I went to webinar school, Michelle. <laughs> That's where it all began. And I hated it. I couldn't have hated it more. I was so stuck. And the gal that was teaching the class, um, I met her through her podcast. And when we met, I said, I think I would like to have a podcast someday. So that was kind of where it started. And then when she knew how much I didn't like the school, she said, why don't you go do your podcast? She said uh, the school that she went through was having another class and she thought it would be a great idea for me to go and do that. And then it would make it easier for me to come back and finish the webinar. So I'm going to tell you the end of the story. I still haven't finished the webinar. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't always have to finish what you start. Sometimes, you know, you it's not quitting. I think it's just shifting direction. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I jumped into podcast school and oh my gosh, it was almost like I found a passion that was lit inside of me and I didn't even care about webinar school anymore. I ran with podcasting and it was so much fun. That's amazing. I love that. So uh, you launched your podcast and I know that you did that very successfully because I've been following that podcast ever since it <laughs> launched. Like I said, folks, Cammie and I go way back. Thanks. And so I was so, so excited to support her and listen. I'm like, this is really cool. I like what she's talking about. I like the guests that she's got on there. It was amazing. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So what prompted you to then move from hosting your podcast to creating your own podcast school? First, thank you. Thank you for all the compliments because that means so much to me. Um, and I appreciate how loyal of a listener you were and you are. And I just love that. Um, so what prompted me to start my own school? So this is the easy one. So I jumped into that podcast school and I loved it so much and I did really well. And I decided to use the school's affiliate program and do launch coaching. So they were not doing a really great job in that last launch week. And so I saw what I had done and knew I could do better. So I started that and I was doing that for a while and I was very happy and I loved it. And then the school changed their model and they weren't selling their program for podcasting as a standalone pro product. And so therefore I wasn't really wanting to promote that when I had my own coaching programs that I was promoting. So I stopped and I was so sad and I didn't even know why I was sad. I just knew that I just wasn't as excited anymore. And I wasn't, you know, um, just over the top, like passionate about what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And then my coach said to me, well, let's go back to when you were feeling that way. And we backtracked it to the launching of podcasts. And she said, you know what you need to do? 
And that was it, right? Those coaches, I'm telling you. But, you know, I when I, I paid her a lot of money, and when I paid her, I promised myself and her that I would listen to her because that would be really dumb to pay somebody a lot of money and then not listen to them. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, you need to start your own school. And so that's what I did. So it, it really purely came out of my passion and the, the discontentedness of not having that anymore. And, uh, and I just had no other choice. So I started one, which has been so much fun. That's awesome. I love that story. Um, and I particularly love that you went down a path that you thought might be good for you because you were up late watching webinars and buying things. And so you thought, well, if I had my own webinar, people might be up late watching that and buying my things. And so you proceeded to, to get in there only to realize it wasn't a good fit for you. And I think that that's a really good um, lesson for any of us when you're looking at creating your legacy and you have this feeling that maybe I should go this way and you start down that path and it just doesn't feel right. There's no need, as you said, to continue down that path if it really isn't working for you. If you're really thinking to yourself, gosh, this isn't at all what I thought it was going to be. I don't enjoy it the way I thought I was going to. Time to shift gears here and I need to look elsewhere. Is there something related to it or is this completely not what I want to do and I need to jump ship and get on a whole entire other ship to figure out what I want to do? So that's some really good advice there for people that there's no need to slog your way through a whole bunch of things that aren't working for you because you think it's going to get you to your end goal or that legacy that you want to create. So I love that. Um, And then you decided with some support and some help that that you wanted to launch your own podcast school because that gave you great joy and it lifted you up. And you kept the word you use a lot is fun. And I'll tell you, most (laughs) of us could do with some more fun in our lives for sure. Yes. So I love that that's kind of how it went. So now tell us, who do you work with as a general rule in your podcast school? Where are your students coming from? Yes, it's so fun. So, so far, it's been all female. Uh, and that doesn't surprise me because in my direct sales business, it was a female direct sales business. So that really was my market. And most of my networking uh, over the last seven years has been uh, exclusively female. So that all makes sense, right? So I work with a lot of women entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or solopreneurs who have a message to get out in the world or uh, are looking to elevate themselves as as an expert and tell more people about the business and the product that they offer and how they can help people. Uh, So they're service providers, coaches. uh, And you know, what's really fun, Michelle, is I love also a lot of times I'll help someone launch a podcast. They already have a business. So then they can just monetize the business they have. But there's been a few times lately where they haven't had businesses. And this is where this career coach came in, is that I am helping them create businesses that they can step into. So some of them, the podcast came first and it was a passion, you know, project. And Mm -hmm. then the business was born. So, and I mean, either way is fine with me. I love every bit of it. So it's so much fun. That's awesome. 
And, you know, podcasting is growing. It's certainly growing in the number of podcasters and in listenership. So I totally see the draw that people have for it. You don't have to, you know, um, give a lot of time because you can start and stop and start and stop as it works in your life for listening to things. So I love that piece. And uh, again, it's a really neat way for people to put their message out in the world uh, and to talk to other people who have similar messages or supporting messages for that kind of thing. Um, I absolutely love that. And of course, we don't know who in our audience is listening to this and thinking, I'm, I don't know what my legacy is going to be, but I feel like I have a message that I need to put out into the world. What is one way to do it? Well, obviously, having a podcast is one way to get that message out into the universe so that the universe can answer your call. As we all know, the universe does that. Yeah, I love what you said. And I want to go back real quick to what you were saying about how the podcasting has grown and listenership in 20. 19, there was 850,000 podcasts in the world. And today we have over 3 million. Wow. So that's how much podcasting has grown since the pandemic. So just in that three short, but very long years, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face, right? Ah, but anyway, um, it's grown that much and listenership has grown because younger people and older people are listening, which is outside of what the norm was mm -hmm. in 2019. So that is huge. Um, and as far as legacy goes, oh my gosh, like for real, first of all, podcasts are evergreen. So if you want a legacy, leave, leave this behind. This is like a trail of breadcrumbs for somebody lost in the woods. Like, you know, your message could be someone's survival guide, right? They, yeah. You just don't know. I mean, I listen to your show, Michelle, and some days it brings me to tears to just think about the, the impact that you're making, not just in how you live your life, but the conversations you're having. And like my slogan has always been that you can change the world one conversation at a time. And I think that's where the legacy lies. Mm -hmm. I think it lies in the fact that you are building a platform for yourself and for others to become experts and to be able to leave this evergreen content for others who follow. And I think it gives people hope mm -hmm. and inspiration, education, all the things. And I love that. I love that too. And I couldn't agree with you more. Um, the podcasts that I have historically listened to have been those that are uplifting and hopeful, or they talk about like really unique and odd and funny topics that just make me giggle. Cause I'm like, I don't even know why someone would be talking about this, but here I am listening to it. Right. Things that bring me joy or educate me about things I wasn't really clear on, or I didn't have more information about, or I thought I knew and realized I didn't really know. Um, um, or I wanted to know more about. So I love that that's sort of the field that you're in and where you're going with that. So of course, I've got a few extra questions around here. So if someone in our listenership was listening to this and thinking, gosh, maybe my legacy is that I want to put a podcast on. I want to share my message with the world. Or maybe somebody has said to me, you're such a good storyteller, or your life has been so interesting, you should have a podcast. 
What would be some first steps that you would suggest somebody do to explore whether this could be a good choice for them? Well, first, I would say listen to podcasts, just like you said, you know, and I did that as well. Um, So that I think is the biggest first step. And the second step would be be a guest on other people's podcasts, like feel that side of the microphone. You know, you always want to be familiar with both sides of that. And I think as a guest, it really helps you define your message and helps you refine your skills of speaking, of communicating. There are two different things here. Mm -hmm. Speaking and communicating are two totally different things. And so those are things that you want to be able to do effectively both ways. And so I think those would be the first two things that Mm -hmm. I would recommend. Build some consistency, uh, get yourself on shows once a week so that you are, you know, there all the time and building that consistency and people are starting to know you. I think that those are the two biggest things. And then naturally, of course, uh, just do it, right? Just Mm -hmm. get out there and do it. There's so many amazing benefits of having your own podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, but there's also amazing benefits on guesting on them. So I feel like just stop waiting, you know, just it, you don't have to be perfect. You people, people actually aren't looking for perfection. So stop trying, <laughs> you yep. know, they, they want authenticity. Yes. They want you to come in and tell the truth. They want you not to sugarcoat things. They want you to be honest. They want you to open up and share your vulnerable things. Um, and so start practicing that and, and then go from there, but quit that trying to be perfect thing. Oh, I love all of that. And I would even go so far as to add a little more on the listening to podcasts. If you've got a few that you really like, start making note of why you really like them. So is it the way the person asks the questions? Is it like really be intentional about what is it about this that resonates with me? Is it the banter back and forth that you really like? Is it... um how their questions are phrased or the length, the duration of time that the podcast goes like really start taking note of those things because that's going to be important. And equally on the podcasts that you maybe don't like as much, or you don't resonate with as much, why not? Those are some great questions to ask yourself because that can help you refine how you want to do things. Um, I also love this idea of getting on other people's podcasts and uh, trying that out. I also recommend literally turning on Zoom, Skype, something on your computer and record yourself. Just you talking to you, but as if you were talking to a bunch of other people. See how that feels. See, because then you can listen back. Was my microphone any good? Was there crackling? Did I have all these ums and ahs and things that people say in their conversation because I wasn't clear on where I was going? What do I need to work on? Ask a friend, a trusted friend, someone who isn't going to be horribly mean to you to listen to it too, but give you some constructive feedback. What do they really like? What do they not like? Would they listen again? At, you know, come up with a list of questions. This is all going to help you to, to move forward. And then what's your message? What do you want to put out in the world? What is the legacy you want to create? And how are you going to do it? Who is, have been great guests that, you know, who would you like to have? Like, who would you talk to? Do you already have those people in your life? If not, then you need to go find some, 
like go get connected, connect with people, talk to them, get into Facebook groups or whatever it is where people are hanging out doing this stuff and learn, engage and learn. I think that that's so amazing. And in so far as that goes, when Cammie and I had a conversation, because I am a product of Cammie's podcast school, this pod, this podcast itself and TV show actually launched through her. Um, the conversation was awesome and amazing and scary as all get out for me. Truthfully, she, she messaged me and my initial knee jerk response was to say, no, I honestly did. I was like, nope, nope, no can do. And then five minutes later I called her and I'm like, I think I acted a little hastily here. Maybe we should talk about this some more. <laughs> and she was so amazing and kind about it because I did have questions. I wasn't really sure what it entailed. And was I going to be able to give it the time and the commitment that it needed? Was my message even one that the world wanted to hear was a question that I had. Um, and the answer is, if there's 3 million podcasts out there, there's listeners for every message. So if you've got a message, there's people who want to hear it, right? A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. I was just talking to someone earlier on another show and they were talking about uh, a couple that are doing a podcast about dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. Really? And they left their jobs and this is their full-time career now. And they make <laughs> income talking about dinosaurs. Yes. Like, so if you don't think you have a message, you gotta think again, because mm -hmm. you have a message and podcasting helps you find the people that are looking for you, right? Mm -hmm. So they're already looking for you. And then you get to put yourself out there and it helps you find them and connect with them. I love that. Thank you for being a part of the Living Your Legacy podcast community in 2022. We can honestly say 2023 is going to be an exciting year. We've got some new things going on that we'd like to share with you. The Living Your Legacy podcast is now offering advertising spots. We found many entrepreneurs spent lots of money on advertising last year, only to find that they weren't falling in front of their ideal audience. We'd love to help you get your message out. Let's discuss this. Click the link in the show notes to book a time to chat and see if this could be a good fit for you. I also love what you said about it being evergreen content. The reality is people are not just listening to podcasts today. They're going to be listening to them tomorrow and every tomorrow after that. And so the message you have, if it's one of kindness and hope and uh, inspiration gets to carry on like the ripple effect, you know, you drop a rock in a, a lake and, and the ripples that'll go everywhere and they carry on for as wide as that lake goes or the butterfly effect, right? A butterfly flaps its wings in South America and we get a hurricane somewhere up north, <laughs> right? Like, so you have to think about that these effects happen out in the world. And one of the things that I like to remind people of is that if going back to the rock in the lake metaphor, the rock has already passed the surface of the lake. It's moved on doing its thing. It never really sees the full width of all those ripples, but they're mm -hmm. out there. Right? out there. So yeah. having the ability to have a message that stays and plays forever is so inspirational because you don't know. You don't know, like you said, Cami, who in the right moment at the right time, it's going to completely change their lives. I love that. The truth. 
Yeah, Absolutely. So Which is so funny because before the call, I was asking Cammy, like, what would be, what would you consider to be the legacy that you are creating? And this was what we came up with, wasn't it? Yes. And I thought of something else as Ooh, cool. well. I know this is so fun. So I do feel that, you know, the legacy that I'm creating is helping people live into their own legacy. I mean, mm -hmm that happened with you, yep. right? You didn't even realize, and yet you had this dream. And so all this talk about that was a thing, but there was something that happened um, through podcasting that I believe will probably leave the biggest legacy of all. Mm -hmm. And that is an interview that I did with Kate Thomas. And Kate was a metastatic breast cancer patient, and she had been treated for many years. And I wanted to interview her on my show because we both knew she was coming to the end of her life. Mm -hmm. And I was able to hold space for her to create a legacy message for her family mm -hmm. that um, we we called it, um, you may want to marry my husband because Kate wanted, she wanted to choose a new wife for her husband before she passed away. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And so we, we created this legacy message to her husband and her son. And we talked about all the things. How did she feel when she found out she was expecting what it was like giving birth and watching him grow and all of the things and the most beautiful message to her son and her husband. And I have that locked up safe and secure for when it's time to share that with this little boy. Um, but she did pass away last year in April. And so I feel like, you know, if you're going to leave a legacy, oh my gosh, like I have this message. It's like a time in a bottle mm -hmm. that I can share with this child. And it's his mother's voice and it's her bald head in the video. Mm -hmm. And I have every bit of it to bless him with. And that will be his legacy. That will be her legacy. Uh, that that really is what I like to talk about. And I think that, you know, I do get to create that space and hold that space for other people, but I got to do that for Kate. And so far that has been the most rewarding thing ever. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, that I think is, that's it. That is very profound. Um, and you're absolutely right. You do have a time capsule message. Hold on so that one young man gets this moment of inspiration from his mother to keep forever. I love that. And also, you, as you just said, you get to shine a light on extraordinary people who are doing extraordinary things, who can inspire others, and their message needs to be heard. So we get to be a megaphone for other people to share that. We do. And I get to help other people like you, Michelle, and everyone that's come through She's Invincible podcast school to do the same in their special, unique way, right? So mm -hmm. everyone's way is going to be different. But the bottom line is they have the same opportunity to create and hold that space and tell those stories and use that any way they want. And that in itself is a legacy. Mm -hmm. It is. And then there's the spinoff pieces because we all work with the same editors um, and we love you guys because they're going to get right. this video and they're going to edit it. Um, yes. We love them. And so 
part of what we're doing is also, you know, crossing the world to be in their universe to help them. And so, again, the money that we're paying for that supports other people and so on and so on and so on. So there's so many aspects to this that carry on and are you know, I wasn't readily apparent to me when we first started our conversation that there were going to be so many ripples and so many layers to this, but it is something quite extraordinary. So I love that you said that, and I don't want to cut you off, but I have to jump in on this one. And that is, you know, that's true. Uh, when I started with the podcast school, uh, initially for my own show, I had a team of editors and then that company changed. And so I plucked one out of the crowd and brought him over and have helped him build his business in another country. Mm-hmm. And about six or eight months ago, he said to me, he shared with me that one of his people that work on his team was because of our business, for just from our school, mm-hmm. he was able to buy his first home, which he would have never been able to buy. Mm-hmm. And I, at that moment, I was like, dude, <laughs> like I could have just died. And I was like, you keep sending me those stories and mm-hmm. I will keep running this school and keep bringing you these new podcasts to produce because that is the kind of legacy I can be a part of. Mm-hmm. And I love that you brought that up because I wasn't even thinking in that direction, but Big shout out to Levi. Mm-hmm. And love you, Levi. We yes. love you guys. And his team that work tirelessly mm-hmm. uh, and support. I mean, it's not easy for them. We do a launch. They could have six or 10 people at one time that are launching podcasts and they all have the same deadline. <laughs> like it is not cool. <laughs> and then there's so the rest I, of us who have all these then, other yeah, things that are going on as well. That's right. And mm-hmm. there's the rest of us who, yeah, who've already been in his client base and he's trying to keep up with it. So, uh, but, but it is so amazing to know that that is a part of what we are creating and that it's mm-hmm. not just about us, but it's about yeah. so many other people. It is. It's so interconnected, right? We yeah. don't know who is going to hear a guest and that person has the solution to the problem the listener has. And now all of a sudden magic happens. And if we're really lucky, one or the other or both of them will let us know that that happened. And then we know for sure. But lots of those things happen. I have certainly stumbled upon companies that I use that were advertising on podcasts. And they and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Went to their website and have made purchases because I thought that's so cool. Or a word or a phrase they said triggered something significant for me. Right. Thought, for sure. Oh, wow. That's really neat. Or coaches or people I've referred other people to. I'm like, wow, you need to check in with that person because they said this thing and that's exactly what you just said you needed. And so right. being able to create that sense of community and network around specific topics is pretty awesome. Uh, I love so, that. Yeah. Like I just, you just, again, I was not thinking that far reaching when I got into it. It was just, well, I have this idea. Do you think that the world would even care is really the question that. I asked Cammy. I have mm-hmm. this idea. Do you think anybody out there would even care? And her answer was, well, I do. So somebody else must. (laughs) Of course. And that is exactly right. I, I, because when I came to you, I was like, I want to know more about this. 
And, and so, yeah, and just, and your show has been amazing and I just love the conversations and all that you're doing and you really are changing the world one conversation at a time, Michelle. And I love that. that. So sweet. I love that. And again, I just want to encourage people. If this is interesting to you, if you're thinking, gosh, you know, I love podcasting. I love listening to it. Um, I love being a part of this. There's some great tips in here. Go find yourself some people that you could potentially interview. Think about the structures that you really like, what resonates with you, what doesn't. Think about maybe trying to get on some podcasts. And truthfully, folks, it's not as hard as you think it is. With 3 million podcasts, there's somebody looking for you, for sure. Yes. Right? And sure. So get connected in the podcast community. Go and join different networking groups, Facebook groups that are about podcasting. Like, put yourself out there and ask questions. We all had questions before we got into it. So ask the questions and see. Listen search it up, see if there's anything in your legacy idea. Is there something that's being offered in that? Is there nothing there? Is there something similar, kind of, sort of, but not exactly? Like I would suggest, just like Cammy said, don't aim for perfection, aim to get your feet wet. Yes. And the rock yes. makes no ripples if it doesn't get wet. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. So right? true. So I would also encourage people to really start thinking about doing this with support. Now, can you do it on your own? Absolutely. You totally can. Would I have ever done it on my own? Absolutely not. Totally wouldn't have. <laughs> nope. Once we started getting into this and I'm like, I need to know this and I need to know that and I need to know this. Oh, I didn't even know what half those words were when we started. I'm a former English teacher. <laughs> I'm like, huh, what? <laughs> and I think I spent the first week looking at Cammy a lot like that. What? What? What, what is that? <laughs> oh my gosh, we right? do get a lot of deer in headlight. I mean, I remember being that way too, though, because I'm really not techie. And people don't believe me when I say it, but I'm really not techie. But I know I learned what I needed to learn to do this well, and I can teach it. And so that's really how I did that. But I love what you're saying because a lot of people come in with that deer in headlights mm -hmm. and they're like, huh? <laughs> and honestly, that was what was holding me back at the beginning was thinking, well, I don't know anything about this. Therefore, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. rather than I don't know anything about this. I can certainly learn it. I mean, I know I'm capable of learning. And for the audience, I would tell you the same thing. You are capable of, of learning new things. If you have ever tried to figure out the new remote on a TV set, you can learn new things. Listen, if you've raised a kid, you can learn new things, right? About a million and a half of them, sometimes in a day. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> right? It's so funny. Yes, yep. I love if that. If you held down a brand new job, if you got hired for a brand new job, you can learn new things. If you've had to move from one place to another, you can learn new things. Mm -hmm. So learning new things is actually really good for you. It's good for your brain. It's good for your body. It gives you motivation and purpose and meaning. So I really do suggest if you're thinking, I have this message within me that I just feel like I want to amplify out into the world, then pursue this and see. So Cami, let's talk a little about your podcast school. Roughly how long is podcast school? It is very short. <laughs> it's 30 days of drinking from a fire hose. Uh, it is accelerated. And there's a reason for that. There's a start day and an end day. 
Uh, and at the end, you launch a podcast, even if you don't think you can. Uh, it happens. It's like um, if you've ever given birth or watched it happen, uh, there's no stopping it. It's like a free train. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so that's how podcast school is. It's 30 days. Um, it's about I say approximately an hour per day, but you are taught every single thing you need to know to launch a top podcast and you learn it as you finish. So each step, it's each next step. So we don't give it to you all at once. Uh, you you master the part and then we go to the next step. So it is a group program, but I do a lot of one-on-one work to keep everyone together and in the same place so that they're constantly working together and on the same timelines. There's so much power and energy in a launch. Mm -hmm. And it's so great when everyone does that together. So Mm -hmm. that's what we do. We teach you everything from branding to refining your message, to the people, to what to talk about, to attract your target audience, to who they are, and uh, what they do and what they want to learn about and hear about to the guests and the content. Oh my gosh. And the marketing and the, all the things, you guys, everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. She she does do it very, very quickly. And Deer in the Headlights was definitely the look I had for most of it. I'm also going to put in a plug just for you, Cammie, oh. that she's willing to work with people where you are. So again, those of you who know me and who've been listening to the show know that I am a special needs mom and things in my life shift and change. Uh, Right as we were uh, getting into doing all our interviews, like the actual interviews that were going to be launched, I got very sick, lost my voice for a week and a half or so out of that 30 days. And it was very scary for me because I thought, I don't even know how I'm going to do this when I can barely talk to people. And Kemi was very supportive and kind and encouraging and came up with some amazing ideas to help me get going and get it organized. And I launched along with everybody else. So even though things in my life completely shifted, there was also a trip in there that I had planned before podcast school and all kinds of things that came up. And she was very willing to go with the flow based on what was going on in my life. Rather than me having to fit in a cookie cutter model, it was very much here's what we're doing and here's the structure. Let's figure out how to make this work for you as an individual. So um, that was very amazing. And I was very blessed and I can never say thank you enough, Cammie, for all of that. Cause literally I was in bed, like not functioning <laughs> for almost two weeks. Yep. Yes. It was, it was a thing to be remembered as I'm like croaking <laughs> at my husband. I have to do these interviews. <laughs> Yeah, the last thing you want to do is lose your voice in podcast school. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Because that's the one thing you can't do without. So Mm -hmm. that that is it's very tricky. But you know, we we figure things out. That's what we do, right? That's our job. We figure it out. And then moving forward from that, uh, in addition to podcast school, you have sort of launched podcast school 2.0 as well. Do tell people what that's all about. Yeah, so 2.0 is for people that have podcasts already, but maybe they're not where they want them to be. They're not getting as much visibility. Uh, they want to expand, maybe go to TV. And we mm-hmm. that was a fun plot twist for us this year in 2.0 uh, was getting, you know, having our students go to the TV and now they're streaming in 
so many countries and reaching millions of people. Um, but we teach everything. So, and it's ongoing. And so we do six months of intense uh, outreach and um, I teach everything. And um, then we do a lot of work even together, which is fun. <laughs> it's fun too, to make sure the busy entrepreneurs get it done. So I'd love 2.0. I'm sad to see this one end. Um, it, it's ending soon, but um, but it is great for podcasters who just didn't get where they wanted to go. And they want to, to have a second chance, I would say, to get yeah. themselves up to, a, you know, a higher place um, and, and be on the right track. Yep. I would agree with that. Cause I am also in 2.0. And one of the things that I found really beneficial was that it helped me to streamline my focus. Where do I want to go? Which pathways are going to work for me versus some of the other people in 2.0, like my, my classmates together with us, um, has been really good. Plus I get to hear how those paths are working for them. So I feel like I'm a little more educated on those pathways, even though I felt they really weren't the ones for me, but it's really cool to kind of have that time to share what's working, what's not working, who's doing what, where, what does that look like? How can we get there? Those are great things that really helped me to streamline my focus and feel like this is a great thing. And I can absolutely see which pieces of this will work for me and how I can work that into my life. So again, folks, if you're searching for your legacy, if you're searching for how am I going to get a message that's so important to me across and out into the universe, I highly encourage you to consider looking at podcasting, what a legacy you can create for yourself and for the world around you. So Cami, I'm thinking there are going to be people listening to this who would like to talk to you? What's the best way for them to reach you? I would love to talk to them. Uh, the best way to reach me is just my website, camilehman.com, which I'm sure will be in the show notes. And you can find out everything you want to find out about podcasting, podcast school, RTV, uh, all of that. And you can actually schedule a time to meet with me right there on the website. And we can chat about that. Mm -hmm. And I do encourage you to do that. Cami doesn't charge for that conversation. It's just a conversation. Just get your questions answered for her to give you some information about the podcast school, um, duration, structure, that kind of thing. Um, for her to hear a little bit about what you're thinking about doing, because trust me, she goes out and researches it and then gets back to you about what she's found, which maybe you didn't even know to go looking for. Right. So it's a good idea to have that conversation with her to see. Is this the medium that could help you to create your legacy? And if it is, then I encourage you to pursue it further. Get the help and support you need so that you can go and start living your legacy today for sure. Cami, thank you so much for being here. I am so touched by you and inspired by you and having spent the better part of the last year with you, um, I honestly feel like um, I am a better person for it. And our podcast audience, you guys are getting the blessings that have come from Cami's school through the podcasters that are out there sharing their messages to the world. So thank you so much for giving us your time to talk about your story and podcast school and 2.0. 
Oh, Michelle, thank you so much. Thank you for for having the courage to answer the call to, to change your mind and say, well, maybe I said no too quick. Thank you for that. And for being a shining star, you know, you do so many things and you are just nailing it in the podcast, in your business, in all the new things you have to come. I'm just so excited uh, to see all of this because I knew it was in there, but sometimes we see things in other people before they see it themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's up to us when we have that vision for someone else, it's up to us to stay on them, to tap into that and to show them the greatness that is lying within them. And I feel like that happened with you and our time together. It's been seven months that we've worked together. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, seven months out of the last year. So I just, I've loved every minute of it. And I'm just so excited and celebrate you and your podcast and all that's to come. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Oh my gosh, folks, you need to talk to her. She is just like this all the time. Cami, again, I am so inspired. Uh, I was inspired to take action by our conversations, by the person that you are, and how you embraced everything about my life in all its chaos and amazingness, um, that that we were just going to work together and make this work out. And I really, truly appreciate you. So again, folks, if you want to reach out to Cami, go to her website, CamiLeeman.com. Check out all the cool things that she's doing. You can listen to some episodes of her podcast there and take the time to book that call with her to explore if this is the legacy you want to create. Have a great day, everybody. Looking forward to talking to everyone again soon. Does the thought of follow-up give you a foul taste? Do you find yourself wondering how you can ever stand out from the crowd but need it to be easy and convenient? With a system like Send Out Cards, you can stay in touch and top of mind with only a few keystrokes. People's inboxes might be full, but their mailboxes are empty. Reach people literally where they live, work, or play, and watch the warm fuzzies go to work for you. See the show notes for a link where you can send your first card on me. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Together, we can inspire more people to start living their legacy too. And let's keep the conversation going. We would love to hear all about your journey in living your legacy and support you along the way. Join our Facebook community, Living Your Legacy Podcast, where we connect, collaborate, and celebrate each other. Can't wait to see you there.